0: Hello there. Thank you for downloading our message. It is our desire you grow in the mastery of the word and the power of the spirit as you listen. Be blessed.
1: What's it like? Um, it doesn't look like... like, uh, like it's not a... I put the, I'm looking for a legal time. It's not... No, 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 not that one. There's this um, criminal versus... Civil. Yeah, it looks more like a civil case than a like criminal case, right? So why did God execute judgment, execute debts on a, on a civil case. He like me, he led you. Okay. So, first things first. Now, there are possibilities to this thing. People say, no one, they are not believers. It's possible, not possible. We, we cannot totally be sure of that. But we can, we can infer because it takes a certain level of madness to not only share the money, now lie to Peter. Apostle Peter, you know, so, it's possible that, that, that they're not believers or that, that they're backsliding. The possibility. Well, we can't be sure. But when you read um, Acts, now, many times, when, 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 when Acts use, now a certain man, generally refers to outsiders. When Acts uses a certain man, as in the context, now a certain man. It's really about outsiders, not church people most times. For example, if you check Acts 8-9. Acts 8-9. Now, for some time, a man named Simon, KJ will say. Now, a certain man named Simon. That's one. So Simon was the jazz guy. So of course, of course, he was not a believer. Acts fourteen eight. Look at ten one two says at Caesarea there was a man named Cornelius, also not saved, right? Acts fourteen eight. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Acts fourteen eight. In Lystra, certain man, people that is sweet, blah blah, that never walked. So when the Bible talks about it, when Acts uses a certain man, most times he refers to the unsaved person. So we can infer. But if you go to Acts sixteen one, Acts sixteen one. Thank you for eloquence. Thank you for trust. Acts sixteen one. He came to Debbie and then Lystra, where a disciple named Timothy. Difference? A disciple named Timothy, right? Acts 9.10 In Damascus, a disciple named Ananias. Again, a disciple named Ananias. You can see the difference. Acts 9.36 In Joppa, the disciple named Tabitha. So you can see the difference. A certain man and a disciple. So, we can say he was not so We can infer. Now we cannot entirely be sure about that. You get what we can infer. Okay? Because it happens that people come to church for sort of reasons. When church is the in thing, the reading really thing, everybody comes to church. You know in Nigeria right everybody is a Christian? Yeah. yeah. If you're not a Muslim, you're a Christian. Even the committed sinner. Sometimes committed to a sin. Yeah. So you see, even our political leaders, when you can actually, this guy is robbing you blind, he calls himself a Christian and he gives money to church. So, everybody is a Christian. When is the, when is the in thing? Everybody is a Christian. Awesome. And so this was before Pescocus started in the church. I started killing them for being Christian. So it was very easy to be a Christian at this point. Just feel among, you know, I'm a Christian. So we can infer, we can't say for certain. I'm not saying as a rule, we can infer that he was not a believer. Now, even if that's the case, does it all go about killing unbelievers? Does it all go about killing unbelievers? It says it will that all may be saved and come knowledge of the truth. So is it about being, does it all go about killing people that sin? If it's that one, then it should be so pure. Maybe you won't be here too. Sorry. So, what happened with an assaphria? What happened with them? If God executes judgment on everything people commit or on major sins, how many people will be alive today? Two have Maybe I'll not be one of them. <laughs> those times <things> when you <laughs> when you, those things you're not proud about. When you masturbated. Maybe God has killed you straight right? right there on the bed. Some people must debate and come to an and hold the mic the next day. Even though they died on the altar. <laughs> so, what exactly... Yes, yeah, because they were unclean. Amen. What exactly happened to Ananias and Sapphires? So, people say also that God didn't kill them. It's hard to say because when the first guy, Ananias, died, Peter did not say anything. He just died. Peter only told him what he did was wrong and the life of the Spirit and he died there. So, we cannot really say Peter killed him. Would be infer- would be, that would be too much of an inference. That would be maybe pushing it too far. So now when the when the other, when the wife came in and Peter told the wife, you know, your husband died, you saw that. that was Peter now repeating what already happened to him. Not not necessarily executing judgment. We can we can it's an assumption that we cannot really, 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 really um, lay hold of. Because if it means that whenever an apostle says we we'll die, we we'll die. People don't die anyhow. Yeah, that's my point. It means if I say someone will die, and I say will die straight, <laughs> I'm not sure we are, we are prepared to use God's power in here like that. Of course, there are times when God actually does it for us, but it's not a rule. Now, if I say you will die, you will die. It's not a rule. Otherwise, can I do this? Now, when it's, when, it's, when someone says that, no, do you uh, like the office? When someone says <laughs> that, that this year, Bukama people will die. They are not dead yet. The pastor says it, what's Nigeria say it? That this year, got to keep Buk-aram. No, no, no. they are not dead yet. Chakara is probably still alive. Chakara is probably still alive. We don't know. No. Whatever. <laughs> so you get my point. So if God kills people, every time we say they will die. If, if, if they powerful man says they will die, it means that many people have died. And there'll be no right now, there'll be no Bukwaram. Because people dead everything in church for, for, for some time. So, what exactly happened to these guys? So, some people say an angel killed them. Now, angels are soldiers. They don't work on your own destruction. You have to be careful. There's, there's, right now, there's no, there's no rebellion in heaven. Everything that happens at God's command. So, for an angel to kill somebody means that God sent the angel. So, it's like saying that I'm a general and my my my, my recruits, you know? Private. Yes, private. No, they're private in Miami. In the army, yeah. not police. Oh. So the army in the army? there's no private in the army, private in the army, private. No, that's police. Please don't embarrass me. Yeah, so let's say the recruits now kill somebody without me sending him. That's that's uh, what they call it. Again. That's that's a reasonable offense. That's uh, what they call it. Cut marshal. Yeah, it'll be You will kill him. So, we cannot say an angel took out without God's command. So, obviously it's either God did it himself or Peter did it. And we, have said that we are not sure Peter did it, so we can just say that God did it. Because even if Peter did it in the name of God, God did it. Seriously, anything you do in my name, I did it. Anything you do in my name, I did it. No, you ask it next week. <laughs> so, so even if you say Peter did it, you have to wonder why God allowed it. Because I don't think it will be, be responsible to say God gives us power without control. I don't think it's responsible to say that. It's not character of a responsible um, um, power broker to give power it cannot control. So, of course. The time, the time when God allows these things. But I believe oh, that we should be able to say that God, how did this happen? He should be able to explain to us why He allowed that to happen. Amen. <laughs> but it it be weird to just say God gives us power to use anyhow. Under grace. Just say you die, you fly, and you die. <sighs> so, there are. I'm coming. So, just my thoughts. I'm not giving you. That, that's not your rule. Okay? So, what exactly happened here? So, if we say that because they were not saved, what has happened in First Corinthians eleven, from verse seven? The only communion issue. Many people come and take communion as they are packing, fighting for food in a Yoruba Yoruba party, you know. So, so, in Nigerian party. So, in First Corinthians, First Corinthians eleven, the people there will come to fight for communion, so that they are dragging it, so that the first person has muzzle. Gets plenty of bread and drink while the weak person doesn't get anything and got to confess. So, Paul says it is why many are sick, many are weak, and many die because they didn't discern the body, they didn't take the communion out of respect. Again, if we say those ones that died in, in Acts 5 were not believers, I'm also saying again that in Acts 11, in 1 Corinthians 11, they were also not believers, those ones were believers. We can infer. So what exactly happened there too? Then we go to Revelations 2. We got told, um, we're, just, we're just talking to John about certain Jezebel that was going about teaching false doctrine and leading people to a certain morality and to, to eat food offered to idols. First, um, Revelations 2. Let's read it together. Who is my dad today? My reader, Amara, get the mic. Let you now, no, let, let's see the famous voice today. Don't worry. No, no, no. I want a famous voice. Back. Oh, yeah. Start from there. Wow.
2: Nevertheless, I have this against you. You tolerate that woman, Jezebel, who calls herself a prophetess.
1: Pause. Now, this Jezebel is not really a, it's not a name, yeah. it's, it's a type of, of spirit. Amen. You know the way you can have Elijah, you can have Elijah's. So it's not really that her name is Jezebel. The type of, of oppression, type of spirit. Okay.
2: By her teaching, she misleads my servants into sexual immorality and the eating of food sacrificed to idols.
1: Look at this is very important. It says, please go back. She leads up she leads God's servants into sexual immorality. Now when you tell people that you can sin anyhow, that grace has covered it. That's an example. That you can just you are saved by grace to faith. So you can you are saved without works. So you can do anything. God has saved you already. You know with someone this we can Twitter. Amen. That's the Jesus God teaching. Yeah.
2: I have given her time to repent of her immorality, but she is unwilling.
1: Meaning that she was even likely a saved person also. Giving time to repent of her immorality. So she was likely a saved preacher. That's a preacher under a different spirit. No people can allow that spirit to operate through them. So it's never that, that comes to talk about, that comes to preach, or that looks anointed actually um, always operating with the right spirit. When people start adding, adding um, errors to, to their doctrine, it's the an impression of a wrong spirit. So look at this. So I didn't have time to repent of marriage, but she's not willing to repent of it. What happens next? Please go on.
2: So I will cast her on a bed of suffering. Now,
1: this is Jesus Christ speaking. So you can say, this one is God speaking by himself. Say, I will. When you say, God has made people sick, you are right, but also remember that there are cases where God did, where God did it. And yet he says, I God speaking Himself. Abi, no, this is God, right? You know, I, I, I like to believe the Bible, not my own, my own, my own idea of how nice God is. Let's go from the Bible. Let's know how much, how, how good He is from the world, not our own, our own creation of, of who God is. Okay? People say God doesn't kill people. I'm like, are you sure? to share you? <laughs> Amen. Because it's in the Bible, say so yeah. I will is gone.
2: And I will make those who commit adultery with her suffer intensely.
1: That is God speaking. Suffer intensely. Not small suffer, quality one.
2: <laughs> Unless they it. repent of her ways, I will strike her children dead.
1: That is God speaking. Children there means followers. I will strike them dead. Look, don't forget that the first, first consciousness level says, for this many are sick and many die. So sometimes they are sick and they are going to death. Okay? So it says I will make them sick and I will kill them. Look at this.
2: Then all the churches will know that I am he who searches hearts and minds. And I will repay each of you according to your deeds. Praise God. So we
1: know now that God does it. Now God doesn't always do it. But God does. Why does he do it? You can check Acts 12. Acts 12. Acts 12. Thank you, Lord Jesus. From verse 19. Now, the background of the story. Um, Herod took James and killed James and the people cheered for him. So he went to stepfather to pick Peter. To also kill Peter. And the church prayed and God freed Peter. Awesome. 19. Yeah.
2: After Herod had a thorough search made for him and did not find him, he cross-examined the guards and ordered that they be executed.
1: Please go on. Twenty-four.
2: Then Herod went from Judea to Caesarea and stayed there a while. He had been quarrelling with the people of Tyre and Sidon. They now joined together and sought an audience with him, having secured the support of Blastus, a trusted personal servant Blast. of what do you
1: mean, Blastus. Blastus. What's the name? Blastus. Laugh your laugh. Okay, Let it flow. <laughs> wow. <laughs>
2: Sorry. They, they asked for peace because they depended on the king's country for their food supply. On the appointed day, Herod, wearing his royal robes, sat on his throne and delivered a public address to the people. They shouted, This is the voice of a god, not of a man.
1: Trouble, trouble.
2: <laughs> Immediately, because Herod did not give praise to God, an angel of the Lord struck him down, and he was eaten by worms and died. But the word of God continued to increase and spread.
1: Praise God. So again, we have a case where this is an angel that did it, and of course, God sent an angel. So again, when this happen, because it don't always happen. Why did, why, why did they happen? Number one, God protects the body. God Protects the church. So in Acts 5, everybody brought their money to church and you know they shared that everything. You now wanted to bring into church corruption. You wanted to, to defile the body. You know, the Bible says first Corinthians 11, that a little level levels up the old dough. So it starts from one person, then that now becomes a culture in the church. E.G. Nigerian church. Where people do Yahweh and go and give pastor the money. Amen. So God does this most times to protect the body. So he says that when, er, when, when this guy died, verse 13 says, fear gripped everybody, the church and what around them. People don't just join the casually anymore. You know people just say, I'm a Christian, let's go to church. People, they join with understanding. Yes, that we are joining, we commit to right living. We commit to discipleship, not just I'm a church member, you know how we do it right, I'm a church member. So, God has to purify the church, to protect the church. So, it's not, it's not about killing church members, it's about protecting the body. So, it's not, not to scare you into fear of climbing the altar, about protecting the body. So, when people begin to defile the church, they liberate the God, They even ask the guy, Is all the money? The guy says, Is all the money? Ah. They even asked you. You still said yes, they give you some repentance, okay? Eh, sir, I'm not to you there. You know, i look in. <laughs> The wife came again. The wife said the same thing again. Lied the same So it means that they actually planned the life. Their hearts were, were dead. The wife actually planned that kind of lie at home with your wife. You, you, you did it alone. You planned the second part. You planned it. You know, if it's just you alone, you can, you can get it. But you actually sat down and planned it with your wife. It shows how dead their hearts were. So, in, in 1 Corinthians 11 also, we see that the issue there was that they were not designing the body, they were defining the body defiling the body. Treating God's church with disrespect. It's not, it's not about the wine or about the food. It's about the, the way you are treating the body of Christ. Just do anything, you know, live anyhow, um, live your sinfulness and enjoy it and just be saved by grace through faith. Amen. So, it says for this purpose, many are sick, and many died because they did not discern the body. They didn't give respect to the body. So also in Revelation 2, also the same issue there. It was sin against the body of Christ. It wasn't really about sinning against, it was against God every day. It's about sinning against the body of Christ. Sinning against the body. God protects, God fights for his body. So also in Acts 12, same thing also, Aaron took James, killed the guy, went to pick Peter next thing also. He was enjoying the, the plot that came from killing. Killing, killing disciples. What did God do? Struck him dead. Protecting the body. So that, that part of him not giving God praise so just stop up. So just, okay, just cook kill this guy now. <laughs> Amen. So the issue here is that God does this to protect the body. It is not to scare you believers from making the way you make you scared of your mistakes. It to, is to scare you from hypocrisy. Not to, not look at the guy, Ananias the Frears. They are forming generous givers and lying about it. Hypocrisy. It's not when you have, we know you have a fault. you know you have issues. You're you you not, you not coming here to form I'm other than everybody here. You get my point here. No people that come to church and, and they condemn everybody else. But at told they are terrible people. Hypocrisy. Bible says Tapos 115. That they claim to know God, but their heart they deny by everything they do. So they claim to look, they claim to be believers, but in their heart, with everything they do, they deny that they never know God. 16. 16. Amen. 16. Quickly. No, 16 year old. Is that 15? Please check again. Yes, 16. They, they claim, claim to know. To know God. To God. God. Yes. To know. God, but, but their actions, they deny Him. So, grace is not license for any other behavior. If you claim to know God, there's a way you ought to live and to act. Praise God. So another example. I do Can I take us to talk about this topic? And he said, God told him once tell the pastor that if you don't change so-and-so and so-and-so, you will die on so-and-so-and-so day. Bad guy, can I take us? If don't you no, do know the way God told John to tell the church in, in Tartar yeah. God told it can take us to tell this pastor, Pastor, if you don't stop doing so and so and so, you will die on so and so day. He told the guy to, to get in That guy died on exactly the same day. So, God owes the right to execute judgment. Not to scare you, but to preserve the body. So even though they, they, they might make heaven. They might make heaven, right? But to protect the body, God takes some people home. That's why we are here. Let's go over. Amen. Does that, that make sense? So it is not to scare you; it is to protect you from the famine. And really God gives people warning, time to stop behaving that way. Like the, the church in, in Revelations, it says if you doesn't change. So in our, in our teaching of grace, we must tell people the truth, the full Bible, that grace doesn't give license for sinful behavior. You're not free to live anyhow because you're not grace. You're not free to live anyhow if you actually know the real grace. It keeps you from sin. Amen. Titus two. Titus two. Thank you, Jesus. So really, it's not about them being sinners or saved people. God doesn't want people to die. Both sinners, and in fact, for, for sinners, it's even worse, because when they die, they go to a fire. So the, don't say God goes about killing non believers. It's not God's nature, too, because if they die, they go to hell. If you die now, you're you going to heaven. So we cannot say because they are. You no, know, the point was not that they were not saved. You get my point. That's not the point. But that God does these things. is a, a rare measure from God to protect the body from the farming. It's not, it's not God's everyday people say, It's a rare measure that God executes to protect the body. Please go on, ask to Titus 2.
2: You must teach what is in accord with sound doct- doctrine. Teach the older men to be temperate, worthy of respect, self-controlled, and sound in faith, in love and in endurance. This is sound doctrine. Please go on. Likewise, teach the older women to be re- reverent in the way they live, not to be slanderous or addicted to much wine, but to teach what is good. Then they can train the younger women to love their husbands and children to be self-controlled and pure, to be busy at home, to be kind, and to be subject to their hu- husbands. <laughs> I, I,
1: I, I saw that coming. I, I, I saw that coming. Please go on.
0: Okay.
1: Please go on. Go on. Go on. Go on. Go on.
2: Go on. Sorry. <laughs> so, that no one will, so that no one will malign The word of God. Similarly, encourage the young men to be self-controlled. In everything, set them an example by doing what is good. In your teaching, show them integrity, seriousness, and soundness of speech that cannot be condemned. So that those who oppose you may be ashamed because they have nothing bad to say about us. Look at this.
1: So they have nothing bad to say about us. You know how we say now that only God can judge me, only God can judge me. Only God can judge me. He says so that people, people that are unsaved, we have nothing but to say about us the church. How we say, only God called, only God can judge. Only God called me. So that people of the world, we have nothing but to say about us. So when they attack us, they are attacking us because of doctrine, of good things, not because we are like them, not because we are doing stupid things. Okay.
2: Teach slaves to be subject to their masters and everything. Try, to try to please them not to talk back at them and not to steal from them but to show that they can be fully trusted so that in every way they will make the teaching about God our Savior attractive. Look
1: at this you know I, I keep saying this because it happens a lot in Nigeria we, 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 we are making the gospel look like um, the church look like a bad dude who will yeah. our PR is important how see us as, as the body of Christ is very important. So that we don't, by our own behavior, make us world unattractive. When you are the meanest, amen, you are the most lavish people around. You are making us world look unattractive. So you have to be careful that you don't make us world to look like it. Okay? We must, we must look like what we preach. Behave like it. Act like it. Be it in your words, your thoughts, your conducts. Amen. Certainly, if you now call yourself a pastor, it's even, it's even more interesting because you have to be the model of what you're talking about. Certainly, it's polit- political season. You have to even be more sensitive to keep your bias inside, not use your bias to spoil everything. No, people, some people, people, no, people actually, they are innocent, but they are so biased, they, cannot, they, they, cannot, they don't know what they're talking about. Because they, they are so far so biased. Even people you respect so much, I love them too, but ah, sorry, your bias is smelling. I see it's, it's not, it's, it is not. It is not to criticize people, but we must say this. We must say the truth. Must we'll say the truth. When you pick the mic in church and talk about Bwari being a clone in the church, no, no, no it's not funny. It's, it's it's for me. It's painful. I, I I could not. I could not. I could not. I could not watch the, I could not watch the video. I was too painful to even. I heard the first one and I was, not you, sir, not you, not you, not you. So, your bias, keep it somewhere not on the altar. Amen. See, sincerely, I'm not just because to criticize anybody, because, but we must tell ourselves the truth. Because one day, be a pastor also, you must learn these things also. <laughs> <laughs> okay? So that the world doesn't have much to say about us. Don't no, no of people say, ah, they're giving him money, that's what people say, even though it's not true. That's what people say. Ah, when, when, when the guy wins, Give them money, just like that. Or, why does not give them money? We bring ourselves insults. You know what people say about those, those big churches? It mostly lies, but we, our PR is not good. See, those churches, they don't like why because why does not share money to churches? People say that, right? That Jonathan was sharing money to churches. That's what they say. That's what they say. True or not true? But it's perception. When Jonathan, when Jonathan was here, was he? This is not, Lord. Okay, let's go on. But get my point here. You have to be careful to keep your bias in check, not on the altar, not on the altar. At home with your friends, yes. When you owe this man to preach, then give God's word integrity. Don't you don't use your own bias to spoil what you are teaching. When we say love to, love love people, love Muslims, and we can tell that you don't like them at all, you are spoiling your integrity. Not because they want to do, it, but people are so bad they cannot see anymore. So why I also try to help, help your pastor be accountable. Ask him questions, sir. This thing you said, is it really true? Don't make them gods. Every person, everybody can make mistakes you get. Why you now make us deity? That no you know, can We cannot ask any question. What why he says yeah and amen. You, put, you get a person in trouble. Every power must be under control. When, when you cannot question me anymore, I'm in trouble i guess my point here so help people be in check ask them questions sir you said so and so you're in a carcass you're in a stop leadership sir that thing you said on the altar let, let, let me him explain himself okay go on
2: for the grace of god that brings salvation has appeared to all men awesome it teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions, and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in this present in this present age. Look at this.
1: This is the real grace. It teaches us to say no to ungodliness, not to say, "I can do it. I'm saved. You know, I can live anyhow." It's grace through faith, no works there. The real grace teaches you to say no to ungodliness. So with, without this, your grace is not complete. Grace teachers will say no. You know, I, I, fear, I fear that, that I, I, for me, it's a legit fear that people at like my church that are fornicating lovingly as in they are enjoying fornication. I, really, personally, I, I worry about it. That, you know, people say they are in TGC. They are living like thou outside, like God, not here. Hold on, Nigeria, right? Amen. You might think it's your sin. That affects the church. A little level goes around your, your door. So it's should be my personal life. Not so personal. Once you are in church, you're part of your body. What you do affects the entire body. When we pray and you are not praying your prayer, that affects the entire body. When you're just worshiping, that affects the entire body. Whatever you do affects your body. So don't say it's my personal life. Go call anybody. Oh, come you. Amen. So when a sinner comes and that living that way, no problem, it's a sinner that, that's how sinner's behave. When you are saved, live that way. It's a problem for the body. Amen. Please go on.
2: While we wait for the blessed hope, the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to redeem us from all wickedness and to purify for himself a people that are his own, his very own, eager to do what is good.
1: Hallelujah. Look at that. Eager to do what is good. So when you stop being eager for good, check yourself. Something is wrong with you. When you stop being eager to live right, when it comes for you sense to live anyhow, check yourself. Grace works in you eagerness to do what is right. When sin comes normal to you, you can't do appraisal, you are still in the faith. So Paul said this one, he says, check yourself. If you are still in the faith, so it means that you can live the faith. Otherwise, we'll say say check, right? It says check if you are still in the faith. Praise God. So, it is not to scare you actually. God doesn't go everywhere killing people, it's a rare occasion. Okay? But, God actually does. Now, the way God works, if that sick person Repents. Right? Bible says in James five, the name sick amongst you. Let's go to the other church to pray for him, and he has not anything God to forgive him, right? So even if even is caused by a sin, once you say Lord, I'm sorry, it's that's the end of it. God draws people to repentance, not, not condemnation. That no matter how far gone you have gone, once you genuinely repent, God takes it off. So it's not so to people to death; it's to leave room for repentance. So God gives very long rope, okay? But don't wait till the rope has caught. Praise God. It's, I don't like teaching the sermon. <laughs> I don't like teaching the I like teaching very, very jovial sermons. But it's the Bible. It's the Bible. You know why I don't like this sermon, Because people, will, people will argue with me in public. If I teach something, people will argue. And God is love. And God is, is kineko, But I'm teaching from the Bible. Amen. Teaching from the Bible. So, so it's just that. Don't live any house saying you are saved. You are not allowed to. 1 John 5 says, 1 John 3, yes. He says, one that is one of God does not, cannot live in sin. He's like, he cannot. Why? He asks God's nature in him. He cannot, he can't live in sin. When you start living and enjoying sin, <sighs> check yourself you after the faith. John the say it. maybe, he says, the person cannot, he can't live in sin. So, once you start getting comfortable with sin, I and mean, it means nothing to you, you live anyhow, talk anyhow, do anyhow. Check yourself. First John 3. And I? Have you? Thank you, Holy Spirit. Light me up. Light me up. Light me up Light my candle Light me up When I come me Light me up Light me up Light my candle Lord Light me up shot it? Light me up Light me up Light my candle Lord Light me up Light me up, light me up. Lights me up, up, lights my candle, Lord. Lights me up, God, shout it. Lights me me up, up, lights me up, lights my my candle, Lord. Lights me up, God, shout it. Lights me
2: up, up. lights me up, up lights my candle. Hallelujah. That's
1: been, your voice is so good. <laughs> From verse 4.
2: Everyone who sins breaks the law. In fact, sin is lawlessness. Hmm. But you know that he appeared so that he might take away our sins and in him is no sin. Look at this.
1: He appeared to take away your sins. Not, 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 just, not just for sin. But to take away sin itself. He came to take away your sins. So, so, so helping him to drag it. He's taking you're you dragging with him. Take it you're like, no, give me my sin back. You know, <laughs> he, he said he appeared to take away your sins. Not to borrow and give you back tomorrow morning. He appeared to, to take away your sins. No, people say that God died for sins, for, for for sin's punishment. No. For both of them. For sin itself, take away sin itself and the punishment for sin. Amen. Amen. So he appeared to take away your sins, and in him, there is no sin. Please go on.
2: No one who lives in Him keeps on sinning. No one who continues to sin has either seen Him or known Look Him. Look at
1: this. No one that lives in Him, you cannot be in Christ and be in sin. There's no one that lives in Christ. No one keeps on sinning. Satan that continues to sin has either seen Him or known Him. So he says, if you are living in sin, we don't know you. Doesn't know you also. So you can't tell me. That's because you are saved and you are in grace that you can live in sin. John says, if you are living in sin, you are not saved. He doesn't know you, don't know him. Again, this is Bible, not me teaching sin consciousness. I'm just teaching, I'm teaching from the Bible. It's very important. You know what it's important? It keeps you in check. Not that you just give flip, me flip, you know, uh, grace. Just let me just it like a little grace. You now we do it. Once you remember this, it keeps you in check. Please go on.
2: Dear children, (laughs) do not let anyone lead you astray. Mm -hmm. He who does what is right is righteous, just as he is righteous. He who does what is sinful is of the devil, because the devil has been sinning from the beginning. (laughs) The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the devil's work. No one who is born of God will continue to sin. Look at this again.
1: Emphasis. No one. Who is born of God? They continue to live in sin. No one.
2: Because God's seed remains in him. He cannot go on sinning because he has been born of God. You get my point here? He has a new nature. God's
1: righteous nature. He cannot go on sinning because sin is not in him. That sin nature is not in so He cannot go on sinning. He might make mistakes, but he will not live there. He will not brag about it. He will not put it under grace. No one that is born of God lives in sin. So he goes to keep, keep it in remembrance. In keep it back in mind. No one, so because I am born of God, I cannot. Sin has no power over me. Sin cannot hold me back. Say it's my addiction. Come on, shut up. Says no one born of God lives in sin. No one, not even you, the addiction. So you can break it off. No one born of God lives in sin. God's, God's nature, God's righteous nature is in Him. Let me wake Joey up. Not in my church. Sleeping while I'm okay. Please go on.
2: This is how we know who the children of God are (laughs) and who the children of the devil are. Anyone who does not do what is right is not a child of God. Nor is anyone who does not love his brother. Simple
1: and short. Anyone that doesn't do what is right is not born of God. Bible says it's born of the devil. Hallelujah. So this is the grace. It teaches us to say no to ungodliness. Praise God. So we must know this very well. Grace did a complete work in you. Killed nature of sin. Gave you a new righteous nature to put you up to a higher standard of living. So you don't excuse wrongdoing. I know people struggle, yes. But let it be a struggle, not, not, not a way of life. Do you hear my point here? Let it be that you are actually struggling, not that you are now living in it and enjoying it and now publicizing it also. So God is not out to punish you for your, for your wrongdoing. Because it, grace, grace assumes that you will not live in sin. That's the assumption of, of the old Bible of Romans. That if you are saved, you don't live in sin. So he says there is no, no condemnation because if you are saved, you have God's Spirit within you and you don't make an habit of sin. That's why he says there is no condemnation for you. Because there is an assumption there that you know that you have died to sin. That, that's the assumption of Romans. I get my point. Romans 8.1 is on the premise that you are dead to sin. You cannot live in sin after being dead to sin. So it's not saying you can do anything. Romans 8.1, you can do anything. No you can't. That's, not, that's not the point. The point is that you are dead to sin. So you, you don't you will not live in perpetual sin. Amen. So, first Corinthians 1 32. 1 Corinthians 1 32. Sometimes, the Bible says say that God judges judge people this way so that they are not condemned the rest of the world. So they are not condemned the rest of the world. Please, press 11: 32. I'm getting blessed. We look too to sober. It's not to scare people now. Are you blessed? Okay. Check where we look. 32. See, when we are judged by the Lord, we are being what? Disciples so that we are not condemned with the world. When God... Restrains you. It is not to, so, it's so that you don't end up being condemned, like the world. So that it's, 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 it's like you don't, you don't totally die in your conscience, and you know, fully backslide. Amen. When we are judged this way, is to keep us from being condemned. With, so some people can actually die in such sins and still go to heaven. That's the point here. Yes. That's the hard thing. God excuses so that people don't, you know, so you don't get to a point where you are fully dead in your conscience. Am I causing confusion? People look like you're lost. Are we good? Okay. We said before that what makes people unclean is not their acts of sin, it's the nature of sin. So it's not that you made it's not the, uh, you fornicated to the Amalekites to heaven or hell. It's the nature of sin that God, that, that God takes away in Christ. So, the believer, if you keep on believing, you are going to heaven. Even when you make mistakes. So, for example, this is a bad example, I don't use this. If Christ comes and meets you lying, that is a small example, we can take that one. That light just leads you a fire. Amen. Does that make any sense to us? It is not the acts of sin itself as a problem. It's the sin nature but these acts of sin are a symptom of a nature. So the one, the one now keeps on living that way. It's a symptom of a nature. It is not the act that like is the issue itself. It's the nature. But the acts are fruits of a tree. So if you keep on living a particular way, it's, it's a point to a wrong fruit. Amen. 1 Corinthians 5. Paul told the church to expel a certain guy for sleeping with his mother's, with his mother's wife. And he says that, and he wants the destruction of, of the devil. That let, let the devil destroy his flesh so that he might be saved. So sometimes God executes judgment to prevent you from getting to the point where there's no, there's no more return. Am I making sense? So there's the case of this woman, also shared by Kenneth Higgins. Thank you, Jesus. She was a singer in church, Holy Ghost filled, talking talking, anointed. You know, he was he saw her in a vision, and in that vision, she had the devil was whispering to him and telling, to him and telling her, "You make more money in the world and in the church. You are broke because you are singing in the church." Okay. That if you sing in the world, you make more money as you are singing in the church. First time she, she, she rebuked it. But she kept on, she kept, you know, the devil is, is very persistent, he keeps coming back to us. So she kept on, you know, as a wife, she just kept on that thought until she actually left the church. Until she actually left the church. Amen. So it just came one time. And she actually now, people kept, kept preaching about Jesus Christ, marking children and not that. She told them, I don't want just anymore. Keep him to yourself. I don't want just anymore. She actually, with her mouth, protect Jesus Christ. And God told Eggens, don't pray for her about this. Like, should I don't pray for her. She's not busy. Don't pray about it. Son is gone. Amen. 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 Sin not to death now. She rejected, she, rejected, she just practically at turned down Christ. She turned him back, turned him down. So what actually what, what makes people sinners is not really the act itself, is rejecting Jesus. The fruits of reaction is not the rebellious acts we do. Am I clear enough, yes, sir. Ben? Am I clear enough? I'm very clear. No confusion. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Ben, is you. How did that pass today? Praise Jesus. So we know very well. That the believer in Christ is heaven bound. Even bound. Even with your mistakes. Even with your shortcomings. If you are a believer in Christ, you are heaven bound. How do we you know that? John three sixteen. John three sixteen. For God so loved the world, yeah, that he gave us his only son, so that whosoever believes will not perish, but have everlasting life. Whosoever believes. So what saves you and keeps you saved is believing. Amen. Amen. Is believing. So the believer in Christ is heaven-bound. John six forty seven. John six forty seven. Please help me if you're there. John six forty seven.
2: Very truly I tell you, the one who believes has eternal life.
1: See, the one that believes has eternal life. Hallelujah. So the one that believes is going to heaven, you are even bound even with shortcomings. Praise God. John 10, 27. John 10, 27. Now, this is for you a balance. So that you're not scared of hellfire. fire. You get to my point here? So you're not saved and scared of hell. No, if you are saved, you are heaven bound. If you're a believer, you are heaven bound. But... You don't let sin become so normal to the point that you lose your faith in Christ. Praise God. Are we there? John ten twenty-seven.
2: My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they know me. And they follow me.
1: Go on, 29.
2: I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one <laughs> will snatch this. them out of my hand. Sis,
1: they shall never perish. Where is the place first? Ensemble. So the thing is, I'm using pastors, for example. Why not? <nah>? Because, like, you guys are like, sorry. But then let me use pastors, for example. They're pastors that are preaching whole thing And then they still have these docs.
0: They still have some things. Let me use K pastors, not only K pastors. Pastors are pastors. They actually need K. Hmm.
1: No, no, no. Now, number one, we, we, we cannot assume that it's not a struggle. You know why? When you, before God, lying, fornication, adultery, they are, by the law, once you do, you've done everything. So by the law, once you lie, you've, come, you've had gay sex you've murdered. Now I will say in Yoruba, right? So once you lied, you stole. You even committed, you committed adultery. By the law, if you break one, you have broken the whole code. So it's why we're not saved by acting the works of the law. That's number one. Now, number two. It is not the act itself that makes people sinners. It is the nature. Okay? So, we cannot fully fully see the person's heart to say, is this a struggle or something is owning? Am I clear enough? People backslide most is is it's a thing of the heart. Has he lost in his heart? Has he totally lost in his heart? Has he got to a point where he will not repent? It will not change, it will not stop it. I get my point here. So <laughs> it is not his being gay that makes him Saved or not saved, people make mistakes, people are addicted to some things. But this is the point that if you don't get to a point where, um, you now make it you, 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 you yes, you, it's not, it comes to you, you don't want you you're not, more, you're not more going to bet about it, you are owning it now. That believing is, is not, it's not head knowledge, that's the issue, it's not head believing. Uh, people believe it on the road. It's not is a belief that is art deep. If you check, check, check the Bible, when the Bible uses belief, it says the belief that when you open your it, um, fashion says um, trust in, adhere to, rely on. So it's not just I believe. Is a belief that comes from the heart. Is an in-depth, heartfelt belief. That's why he says. If you actually believe, it will be really, really hard and impossible to make a lifestyle of sinning. It's not saying you don't make mistakes. That if you make mistakes, He's able to forgive you. Amen. But that you will not now um, live in the sin unrepentantly. Amen. Is that, is that good enough? Otherwise, when you lie, you'll be unsaved. When you say, I'm sorry, you'll be saved again. Because it's not a works issue. It's a believing that comes from the heart. That's why it says in Ephesians 2.10 that we are saved on two good works. So, not King It says, we are saved by grace through faith. But the faith that saves is not alone. Again. So this I put it. We are saved by faith alone. But the faith that saves is not alone. Again. We are saved by faith alone. But the faith that saves is not alone. It comes with a nature of righteousness that provokes good works. Amen. Are we clear? It will be clear as we are going on. Are you man? Praise Jesus. Okay, I have seven minutes more. But is that, is that clear? Is that really good? Can I look for trouble? Is it fair? Come on, what I've just said. So in one minute. Give me a, a summary, quickly. Give her the mic. I want to be sure that I'm, that I'm communicating rightly.
0: Okay, he said that um, for us to have eternal life, just faith in Christ, believe, and then it's not like okay, I'm a Christian. Okay, so I just tell lie now and then I die. Doesn't mean that you go to hell. You still make heaven. What makes someone go to hell is actually the sin nature in them. So it's actually when you have faith in Christ, um, sin nature actually goes away. Come with the righteousness of God. So, and then you talk about grace, like grace is not a license for us to sin. So, grace will actually um, empowers us not to sin again. So, those that actually live in sin, we can't actually say that they are of God. So, okay, you also talked about that, okay, let's say now we're doing an addition and everything, someone's doing an addition. Then, the moment the person just, like, leaves the person's self to continue in it, then we can actually, person can actually go astray, and everything, and person can actually lose that faith. So I think that's somewhere enough.
1: That's clear, right? Eh? The way sin works, sin, sin is very deceptive. Okay, it starts from a struggle, it now becomes normal, it now becomes rebe- totally relic against God. Sin is deceptive, so you must catch sin before it gets to the point where you, you are, you're not fully all, all gone rebellious it's called the senate of sins says it says don't be adding by sins deceitfulness like
0: pastor the how does that happen like
1: like like amen now um, they call the call to pastoring it's not, it's not because I'm good. It's a grace gift. So it says in Ephesians 4, that he gave gifts to men. Pastors, prophets, evangelists, it's not because I'm very well behaved. It's a gift. It's just it's a calling. It's, it's like your grace. It's a gift. It's not, it's not to say, I've behaved so well, so you're now come and be a pastor today. No. For example, Peter. Peter denied Christ three times. Three times. And literally Christ came back, you know, from the dead. It may, it may be Peter an apostle. So from three times in to become an apostle. See the gap. Apostle. One of the twelve. Amen. So it's not because Peter was well behaved. Peter was not a it was, it's not by, by good behavior. I guess my point here. So we don't get this by good behavior. It's a grace gift. So I'm going not, to not because i well behaved. It's just God that gave me the grace to. It's a gift. I'm, it's a gift. So, a stark a, believer, a pastor that lives in sin can preach fire from here. It's a grace gift. It can let you fly away. It's a grace gift. Amen. You can heal the sick. It's a grace gift. So, it, it's, not, it's not because people are well. It's why like Paul told, told Timothy, live like it, be a good model. Be a good model. Because you don't get by good behavior, but you have to now learn to live right so that you're a your proper model. You get. So pastors can make plenty mistakes. In fact, you know, you, know, you know it, really happens. But they're pastors by calling. Amen. So in the effort of living right, they're like us, like us in every way. Even biggest pastors, they're like you in every way. We all have to learn to, to live the Christ life. Praise God. So it's not by being good. It's a grace calling. Yes. Amen. It's why Paul says First Corinthians 9-27, I think. He says that I put my body under subjection. So I, I still have to. You get I my mean? I still have to put my body under subjection. Otherwise, if he didn't have to. He's already, already a well being person. He it has to still put his body in check so will not be cast away. Okay? So even Pastor have to do the same thing you have, you have to do. Keep the body, keep it in check. Amen. Then, um, you know, I want to correct something. Now when we say, where we are see, woman, it is not so true. It's important. Perspective. If any man be in Christ, any man is a new creation. So don't say, I'm I'm a woman. You're human, but your woman is not normal. You're a sperm man. Yes. Now, what you know affects how you behave. When you say, I'm only human, you, say, so you know you're supposed to lie because you're only human. So you're to kiss your girlfriend <laughs> because you're only human. I did not sub here. I was sitting there. You are taking your sub here. Amen. Sorry, you I'm not even going. <laughs> amen. You get my point here. No, 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 no. You begin to feel like you are not powerful enough to stop something because you think I'm only human. You're, 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 you're strolling out. What is true? Stro- you're strolling out. You're strolling. You're strolling. You're strolling. You're strolling. Since the deceitfulness. <laughs> <laughs> the one that believes does not deliberately live in sin because he is born of God so once you start this sin is my sin you don't hold your sin you are strolling out devil is a bastard he is deceitful so it just keeps it's gradual from there you stop praying stop reading your bible small small you just for you know it you are going so you know, like, is there even God? Yeah, it starts gradually. So you don't let sin have a hold over you. Sin is deceitful. How? Remind yourself that you are born of God. Sin has no power over. He says, if any man be, he says is a brand new creation, he's brand new. Paul says that before we knew men after the flesh. First Corinthians 5, I think from verse 16-15. says, Before we knew men after the flesh, but not anymore. Why? If any man is in Christ, he's no longer the flesh. First Corinthians 5. Since before now, we knew people, they are normal flesh, you know, is an man is flesh. But if any man be in Christ, we don't see them anymore as regular flesh. This is very vital. What you see is what you become, what you see is what you act like, what you talk like. Thank you, Holy Spirit. No, <sighs> <Wow. Yeah. Wow. laughs> you know, the first question is exactly very... second question is for sec- 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 my brother. First is exactly very interesting So He says that... the first question is exactly very interesting. He says, don't associate with the brother that is living in sin. Not not, not unbelievers. so. When someone says that I'm a church member and living in sin, don't play with the person. Send him out. No, the issue here is that, is is the issue here is that it's, it's even more terrible to claim to be saved and believe like that. It's terrible. So Paul is saying that judge 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 people inside. Judge them inside. If you're, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Don't be worried about the Don't be worried because I'm a pastor now.
0: I'm like not okay. <laughs> okay. Be
1: faster. Is like like like, like, yeah. yeah. like, why I said again that pastoring is a grace calling. There is what. Is is a pastoring is a grace calling but no 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 no. there are, are, are many there are many There are actually many quickly okay. okay yeah we know don't worry we all know
2: <laughs> so I don't know. I feel like if you like lose, it's when I feel like if you I can't. But like, I feel like I have offended God. Uh, okay. And I don't know. But just when I just imagine that you climb up the should
0: be shaking your body to like, that. I think <laughs> I got You're not saying that you automatically not do anything wrong. Yeah.
1: So, how can you do it every day and your body is not like oh, you no. a- it's, no. it's exactly yeah. how sin. Exactly how sin works. That's exactly how sin works. Yeah. Do you get? I like that.
0: It's
1: Number one, see, it's why, it's why, 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 it's why, this is why God kills that that Jezebel woman in, in Revelations two. So, what people are exposed to, the doctrine are exposed to, can normalize sin. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. So, and you know that becomes it's, it's always, it's always to irritate you. You are. Mm. So it starts, starts from. You know, that is, as, as Kendra said, the first time is already first, the first time, is already the hardest one. Well, I mean, when you do the first time, the second time, just keep dying in your conscience. Your conscience just keep keeping quiet about it. To the point where it becomes normal. To the point where you become to rebellion and just, just walk it, work it, work it, work it from, from, from the faith. So they can, but Israel shows is is walking away. In 1 Corinthians 9, 1 Corinthians 11, it says, for this reason, many people are sick. For this reason, many, many die. Amen. So when says so, so this person just died. Uh, for this reason, many are sick and many die. Because they didn't descend the body. Pastor teaching wrong doctrine. Let people sing. For this reason, many people are sick. For this reason, many die. So, of course, if you're a teacher of the gospel, you have to even be more, be more accurate to your doctrine. Now I'm saying very well now, so I'm telling clearly. Don't even see, no side not teach you. <laughs> yes. First Corinthians, Second Corinthians 5. It's 15. Okay. 14. 15. I'm looking for that part of the um, no no flesh. Is this 16? Is there? Is there? Isn't that, that line? <laughs> sorry, let me check. I didn't cram it. Sorry. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Are we getting to that? Are we learning? Yeah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Are you found it for me? Mm-hmm. Interlude. Eh, now it's verse sixteen, Joe. Ah, sixteen. So from now on, we regard no one from a worldly point of view. KJV will say, will say do, don't know anybody according to the flesh. He says, even though we want to regard Christ in the same way, but we do so no longer. Why? Because if any man is in Christ, he's a new man, he's a new creation. He's not just a regular Joe, he's a new creation. All things have passed away all things have become new so we cannot say because I'm just a man no it says you are not just a man you are a new Christian in Christ all things have passed away Behold, everything has become new so because this is who you are right now you don't have to live in sin. you should grow more and more and make less mistakes amen that's the point not that you'll be lying since you got born again. Like five, years, they say it's stuck after five years. You should be getting better. As you build in the mirror, God's greatness, what you be getting more and more into His image. So the more I know God, the more I should be like Him. It's why Paul says in Philippians 3, Philippians yes, 2, or 3, it says that I may know Him. Then it says, trust me, says that maybe I will attain resurrection from the dead. Resurrection, even while still in the body. Philippians 3. Is it 3 or 2? Help me. This is very good. I hope you get it. Let me, Let I will phone Benny and you will pray in tongues so you get it. Benny <laughs> <laughs> will say deep to you. You will pray in tongues so you get it. Uh, Philippians 3, yes. Benna, help me. Praise God. I want to know Christ and the past resurrection for the purpose of sharing the suffering, becoming like him in his death. And so, somehow, look at this and so, somehow, like maybe it's possible to attain the resurrection of the dead. He was not saying that to go to heaven, he was saying that even right here, to live like a glorified body. Saying, I want to know him to a point where to live a glorified body even while still on the earth. You no know, Bible says that I won't go to heaven, have a glorified body, right? Saying that, that I want to know him so much that I will live a glorified body here. Meaning that we can grow to a point where sin fully dies in us. As in, fully just falls off your body. They can become totally for totally, totally irresponsive to sin. Is it possible? The Bible says so. Christ. Came and condemned in the flesh so that the man in Christ can live a sinless life. If Christ did not sin, I can also look forward to when I don't sin. Yeah, no people say, i pastor, a pastor say that, uh, that nobody, nobody can be sinless. Now that, that's a good opinion, but it's not Bible. Yeah, it's not Bible. 1 John 2 says, I write to you that, that you may not sin, but if you sin, but that you may not. So, meaning it is possible. Praise God. Why, you know these things, you give yourself a high standard of living. Because you know this is who you are. Once you don't, you don't know, you can live anybody, but when you know that I'm saved, I have a new nature, I can live above sin, they begin to demand of yourself to live above sin. Why? I said faith works through knowledge. What you know is what you can have faith for. When I know that I'm free from the power of sin. I can now have faith to live free from the power of sin. So it starts from knowing who you are in Christ. So that we can have a church of people where everyone is walking in holiness. So when you talk, there is real power available. One will pray. Things happen because we are all living right. When you are praying and sin is telling you, ah, but just lie down now, now. Sin is giving you, it's giving you problems. So you can pray with full, full confidence in Christ. Amen. Amen. Now, when you say, I'm a believer, people say, oh, good behavior. Yeah. People should know i believer. They should expect us to have good behavior, good character. Very important. It's how we separate ourselves from the world. When someone can say, if I give you my money, ah, you will return it back. You'll get the job done. Very important. Okay, so let's aspire to be this. It's who we are. The believer is first reality. Is that the believer is dead to sin? If any man be in Christ, any man, any man, is a new man. All things have passed away. Everything is new. Let's benefit. Thank you, the Spirit. You know this is why sound doctrine is very important. What you know is what you can have faith for. Just a talk, just talk moment. Reveal to me more and more why I am in you. Reveal to me more and more my essence, my, my real identity in you. Reveal to me further and further what you have done for me by dying me for, for me. Reveal to me further and further my new nature in you. Open my eyes to know you more. That I may know him. That I may really, really know him. I can't hear us praying. That I may know you, God. Open my eyes. To know you. To see all you have done for me. To see who I am now in you. Ooh. Open my eyes. Open my eyes to see you. To see you progressively. To know you progressively. More and more every day. To know you more and more every day. To know you more and more every day. To know you more and more every day. To live a life that is sinless. To live a life fully acceptable, acceptable to you. To please you in my works, in my thoughts, in my actions. Even though I'm not saved by works, I'm saved unto good works. Just let your life so shine for men that they may see your good works. And glorify your father in heaven. I'm a new man in Christ. Far above every addiction. Far above every call to sin. Far above immorality. Far above lies. Far above stealing. I'm a new man in Christ. I I talk like one. I act like one. I walk like one. In all my ways, I'm getting more and more like Christ in every way. I don't bring shame to the gospel. I don't bring shame to your name. Oh, I live a life of faith. I live a life of faith, of purity, of purpose. I redeem the times. Even this evil day, I redeem times. By playing my part in the kingdom. By preaching the gospel, I play my part. I carry your gospel on my head. Ah, it's my priority. To preach and win souls is my priority. It's what I live for. I live, oh God, to save souls. I live, oh God, to save souls. Not just to make money. Lord, I live with a hunger for souls. Come on, pray. I live with a hunger for souls. Lord, begin to show us more and more how much souls mean to you. Ah, let me catch a, a, a glimpse of your body for souls let me see your heart for the lost let me see your heart for the lost ha, thank you lord i cannot impress you with money i cannot thrill you with giving you money i can't thrill you with money i can only thrill you by winning souls lord make this my passion make this my desire these souls of men, not just to make money and to blow. Lord, These souls of men. Then seek ye first the kingdom and his righteousness that everything will be added unto you. Lord, I seek you first. I seek first righteousness. I seek first that you save souls through me. That is my heart, try, my desire. The harvest of God is ripe, oh God. I labor in this harvest. a burden for souls a body for the lost a body for the lost a body for the lost a heart cry for souls light me up oh god to win souls a passion a real desire a real heart cry a real that cry let me wake up every day thinking of souls to win. At night, in the mornings, all through my day, to have it in my own oh God, to talk to people about, about you. To tell the world that, that you don't count their sins against them. Grace. Grace. <laughs> Yes, Yadabaka Shati Labaradeboko Shetiliakosa Mario Koshetilia Baka Shata Rekutel de Naboko Shate Ruka Telia Baka Shati. Hallelujah. You know, people say that, um, popular saying that, um, if you live right. You wanted to preach the gospel, people will be saved. It's not true. Yes, it's not true. The gospel is Christ, Christ alone. It is not living right. Because it's by faith, not by works. So I have to preach it. If I only act it, people will think it is works. They will try to be, and they cannot be because it's not works. So they will, they will try to copy how I'm living. They cannot, The signature cannot allow them to live like I'm living. So even if, they, even if they don't come in the same outside, at home, they will be sleeping with their children. So they look so good outside. They look so, they look so, you know we say, ah, some say Muslims, that some them are well behaved. We don't know what they do inside their houses. And the Bible says that if you think about it alone, you've done it. Isn't the Bible Yes. So, meaning that, they can't be saved by trying to work it out. I must preach the gospel. Romans 10 says, How will they hear if there is no preacher? So we must preach it. Don't just leave it. You must teach it. You know, it's, it's a cover, a cover. I'll just act well. I'll just act well. Oh, the They don't want to talk it. We must preach the gospel. Tell people that God is not going against them, he is he's forgiving them. Just take forgiveness that God has given you. Just believe, only believe. Believe in Christ alone, Christ alone, Christ alone, only in Christ alone. We must preach it. Someone said during the week that he he said how she gave person a gift of money, something, sometimes the person got saved. That's nonsense. Person gives money, a person can say they come to church. That doesn't make you saved. You don't get saved, come to church. You that, that, are not saved, you coming to church. We must preach the gospel. Don't tell me, don't you must preach the, you must carry it on your head. Amen. Carry the gospel on your head. Preach in the bus. On the road, wherever you can preach. Now we say now nah, preaching the bus Amen. If you feel God's body for the lost, you will preach to Amo Abuki. So a friend says that she had a vision of, of Jesus Christ. And it's passion for the lost. Say preaching in the bus. They didn't tell her. She didn't preach in the bus. If you just feel it a bit, you'll preach anywhere. Find the preach bus. Just one minute, sir. If you're you actually feel it's important for the lost, you preach everywhere, but because you don't feel it anymore, we don't know how it is, we need to pray for a passion. Lord, let me fill your heart for the lost. Because heaven is real. And it's also real. And even people that are, are well believed, they are in hellfire. <laughs> not you. Amen, yes. So that person, that like, like, like you love so much, ah, this person is so nice, it's so kind, but it's not saved. Hellfire. Ah, my, my boss. Very nice Muslim. <laughs> Christ alone. Only Christ saves. Only Christ saves. Christ alone. Only Christ saves. <laughs> Father, I will pray for your passion. Lord, I pray that this week, you give us, you give us a glimpse of your heart for the lost. That we will dream and see visions of you. Visions. A real body. Every Important for souls. The one that will make you cry. That will make you, make you un- un- uncomfortable. Say the amen. amen. Thank you. You have agreed to me in Jesus' name. Amen. amen. You can have a seat. Clap for me. I did well. So, we've been praying for souls. And yesterday, someone gave a prophecy. Someone that has not been here for a long time.
2: Thank you for listening to this message. We are very sure you're edified. If you would love to partner with our ministry in giving, please visit our website at www.thisgreenchurch.org and click on the giving link. God bless you.